Hello everyone, welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast, produced by the Magnolia Healing Center. I'm your host, Yitz Epstein. In this podcast, we will be delving into topics related to narcissistic abuse, codependency, childhood wounds, childhood trauma, mental illness, and all things narcissism. The purpose of this podcast is to bring widespread awareness and healing to the global epidemic of narcissism and codependency. It is my hopes that with this podcast, we can collectively create an environment of health and healing for you, the individual, and for the world at large. Let's begin. Hi, everyone. Thank you all so much for joining me for today's podcast episode. Today, we're going to be discussing what to expect after no contact. If you are in a relationship with somebody, if you've been in a relationship with a narcissistic individual, with a toxic person, and you've walked away, then you are intimately aware of how difficult that is to do. Uh, There are many different pitfalls that exist when walking away from toxic people, and I want to go into those today. Uh, It's important to be aware of these pitfalls because if not, oftentimes we are susceptible to being manipulated, to being gaslit, to being exploited, and ultimately being pulled back into a toxic dynamic. So at the core of our being, we are energy, and energetically, we are very connected to everything we've ever experienced, to anyone we've ever had an interaction with, you can say that these people are in our energy field. They are in our in our, in our vibration. And all these people, uh, when you decide to elevate your energy, they're going to feel this energetic loss, sort of the the, the, the loss of your energy in their in their uh, in their in their uh, experience they're going to feel your absence and this is why when you decide to walk away from a particular person a toxic individual a narcissist or, or a particular group of people they're suddenly going to feel this urge and and many instances they have no idea why but uh, it's going to seem like clockwork they're going to feel this urge to reach out to you and oftentimes they're going to try to pull you back into the group into the to family into the relationship so they are feeling energetically the loss of your energy, and if they are exploitive, let's say they are narcissistic and they're feeding off your energy, they don't want to lose that connection, they don't want to lose that supply, and so therefore they're going to sort of reach out and try to make sure that you do not walk away. So when you do decide to walk away from somebody who you've been interacting with, who you've been close to for many years, or even let's say your whole life, there are some things that are to be expected, which I want to go into here. Uh, And like I mentioned, it's important to, and it's vital to arm yourself with awareness and knowledge of what to expect so you can prepare and not get manipulated, hoovered, or gaslit into coming back into a relationship where you maybe know it's not good for you, uh, but ultimately there's this sort of pressure to, to go back. Now, it can be one of the most difficult things to walk away from people who we love, who we care about, and who we assume would be in our lives. And this is specifically with our family of origin, our parents or siblings. So it's not so much a one-time decision to walk away from somebody who we know is not good for us. Yes, there's a decision we can make in any instance to walk away. Uh, That's not necessarily the most difficult part. The most difficult is to continuously maintain a boundary and refuse to go back to people to things that do not serve us regardless of how we feel and the pressures continuously to do so so it's essentially maintaining the 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 pathway to to freedom regardless of of distractions so as toxic as a person might be for you right human beings we are creatures of habit and we find comfort in what we know and regardless of how difficult or damaging or destructive it is we are going to be very comfortable with the the known and even if it is keeping us stuck 
So one of the main reasons why we are afraid of walking away from toxic people is because we feel responsible for them, right? And we are overwhelmed with feelings of guilt and shame for being a disappointment, letting people down who we feel responsible to, regardless of how abusive or toxic or hurtful they are. It is so important to understand the inner battle that goes on when you do decide to walk away. Right? There's obviously going to be pressure, most usually, from people outside of ourselves, from the people we walk away from. But oftentimes it's these internal pressures. Uh, sometimes it's our own emotions, our own inner critic, our own, uh, let's say, even empathy that can get in the way. It can cause an issue uh, and prevent us from truly walking away. Sometimes when we are empathic, our own empathy can get us in the way of walking away. We feel bad for people, even if those people are hurtful, even if we know we need to walk away, we have compassion for them. So, you know, toxic people are often very aware of this, this empathy, this compassion, and they'll try to use this empathy to cause you to, let's say, feel bad for walking away and doing what's best for you and to pull you back into the relationship. And this is why your own empathy can actually get in the way of making the choices, the necessary choices to set yourself free. So the way I see it is having empathy on people who lack empathy can be dangerous. Uh, in some ways, we need to limit and we need to be mindful of our empathy and who we're giving our empathy to. And uh, if we're giving it to those people who do not have the capacity uh, for empathy, then we ultimately uh, assure that we're not, we're not using that empathy towards them necessarily. Of course, you can be aware that they're deserving of compassion and empathy for what they've gone through, but our own empathy needs to be limited so that it doesn't ultimately get, get used against us. When we walk away from somebody, regardless of how negative they are for us, there is a necessary process of grieving. So even if we know that a loss is a good thing, right? Even if it's not a loss, you're gaining, you're gaining your independence, your freedom. This is removing something from your life is a loss that requires us to outgrow this relationship, which ultimately is oftentimes going to bring up, going to trigger a lot of painful emotions, especially if there's wounds of childhood, uh, guilt, shame, sadness, anger, these are all to be expected. So these painful emotions are often something we want to escape from, and in many instances, we will want to get out of it, the pain so badly that we'll actually go back into the toxic environment just to not face the, the, these feelings. So after walking away, while there might be this euphoric freedom, right, this incredible relief of no longer having to deal with the mistreatment, there is a necessary process of facing yourself, dealing with your pain, your loneliness, your wounds, and your inner world, which need your attention for healing, and regardless of how much we want to escape that and avoid that, that is very necessary. That grieving process, that healing process is very necessary if we are going to sustainably walk away. It can be unbelievably frightening, scary to walk away from, let's say, family members or a community or, or a toxic partner. And oftentimes what they'll do is to to, to hurt you, right, or to, to pull you back. Uh, they will create, you know, spread rumors. They'll either maybe try to gang up on you to try to defame you um, to make it very uncomfortable to walk away. In addition, we oftentimes feel like the people who we have been supporting, right, or supplying narcissistically uh, are now no longer going to have the help that they need, right? If we, if we feel responsible for them, uh, this will make us feel tremendously guilty for walking away. Now, that being said, it's so important to understand that you have a responsibility to yourself as number one. And that oftentimes can be very uncomfortable, especially if we've been raised to be selfless, right? To, to not take care of yourself, to, if we're codependent and we, we really just are self-avoidant, right? It's so important to understand that you need to take care of yourself to assure that you are safe and that your needs are being met. 
right? It's not your responsibility to take care of other people, regardless of how much they uh, are reliant on you. And it's understandable that they will experience a loss and a lot of pain by walking away, but you're not doing this to hurt them. You're not taking revenge on them. Ultimately, you're doing this because you are a responsible person and you have a responsible responsibility to yourself. Uh, the way I see it is when you are walking away from somebody, uh, you are essentially not walking away from them, but you're walking towards yourself. And if you want to live a life of fulfillment, happiness, health, and growing to your full potential, it's so, so important to be there for yourself. That's necessary. And ultimately, we need to walk away from anyone who does not support our individual journey, even if they are reliant on us. It is very often that we feel guilty because we feel like we are being selfish and this is certainly not past an exploitive person, a narcissistic individual to make you feel guilty, to play on this guilt for putting yourself first. What's so important to understand is that putting yourself first, like mentioned, is, is normal and it's healthy and, and it's completely necessary. It's not selfish. And ultimately, unless we are there for ourselves, who will be, right? Who is going to be there for us if we are not, right? Each person is responsible for themselves. So we cannot be there for other people if we're not going to be there for ourselves. So if it is about other people, if we want to be there for other people, we have to make sure that we are also there for ourselves, which is, yeah, it is selfish. It is of the self, but ultimately that doesn't mean it is a bad thing. It's actually a very necessary thing. The way I see it is, is that a narcissistic selfishness is sort of me first and nobody else right after that. Uh, a healthy selfishness is me first and then ultimately those who I'm responsible to, to give next. But ultimately I give from a full cup. I give to myself first and then I can be responsible towards other people. The thing is, is if we walk away from people who are not good for us, who exist at a very specific frequency, a vibration, state of consciousness, energy field, right? But we ourselves do not do the healing work to raise our consciousness and to outgrow these relationships, right? And to understand that we attracted these relationships on some level because they are a reflection of our own inner wounds and our own state of consciousness. And if we do not outgrow and heal, then we are ultimately still energetically aligned with them. And even if we walk away, we'll just attract different people who maybe seem like they're better for us, but ultimately are in the same energy field and are going to, at the end of the day, be just as unhealthy and toxic for us. So it is so vital to do the healing work, to do the inner work, to become whole, to balance your inner world, to raise your consciousness so that you're no longer vibrating with these individuals. And ultimately, not only do we walk away from toxicity, but we also assure that we do not attract toxicity in the future and we can attract better because ultimately we attract what we are. So for those who are unaware of my own personal story, I have walked away from my family of origin uh, about seven years ago, a little over seven years ago. And this was a decision that when I made it, I knew it was the right thing, all right? All of me knew that these individuals were not good for me. They didn't care, they didn't have compassion. Um, and ultimately seven years later, right, it turns out to be one of the best decisions I have made in my life. That being said, this is not necessarily something that I would suggest for everybody. In many instances, once we do the healing work, once we have a sense of self, and once we have boundaries, once we have the skills to assert ourselves and communicate those boundaries, uh, and oftentimes our family of origin, although toxic, will respond positively to these boundaries and ultimately will respect them. In many instances, however, they will not respect these boundaries, in which case we have an obligation to protect ourselves and walking away becomes a very necessary and responsible option. So when I walked away, even though I knew it was the right thing to do, uh, there was a long period of time where I felt completely numb, I felt lost, 
and there was a ton of guilt and shame for sort of letting these people down or being a disappointment, and uh, ultimately they were doing the whole hoovering and, and spreading rumors, uh, definitely making it more and more uncomfortable for me to, to walk away from this system. Uh, there was a sort of a cognitive dissonance of sorts where on one hand I knew exactly what to do and I knew it was the right thing, but on the other hand, there was a ton of pain because uh, I mentioned, like I mentioned, it was just a disappointment. Like I was letting people down and obviously I was sort of groomed this way to, to make it feel like I was wrong or bad for, for not doing exactly what uh, my family of origin wanted from me. And oftentimes we have to make a decision that we know is right, even though our emotions are not there yet. And this was one of those examples, right? In this instance, my emotions took longer to catch up with what I knew was right, with what I knew in my heart. And sometimes our emotions do take time to catch up. And that's why there's this sort of period where we're, we're doing what we're supposed to do, but our emotions take time to process and ultimately to, to catch up, so to speak. And uh, you know, sometimes we have to make a decision that, that hurts, right? But ultimately is the right thing to do. And, and the quote I think of is, is, is uh, sometimes you have to break your heart to save your soul. Right? And if, if, you, if you're being pulled down into negativity, if your mental health and your well-being is being affected, and if people are getting in the way of your ability to grow into your full potential, uh, potential uh, sometimes we have to cut the cord. We have to walk away to save ourselves as, uh, as uneasy and uncomfortable as that could be. So if you are struggling uh, with walking away from toxic people, family members, friends, family of origin, uh, this journey can be extremely lonely and filled with, filled with a ton of, of pain and negative emotions and confusions. Please understand, you are not alone. And also, it's important to understand that if you need support, there are many people who have gone down this pathway, myself included. And I would be honored to, to support you along this pathway. There are many nuances, pitfalls, things that show up, things that arise, and the terrain could be very tricky. So if you are struggling with this, please do reach out and allow me to assist you through this process. Uh, you know, it, it might seem at the, in the beginning like a bleak and dark, uh, but when you make the decision to walk away, you are ultimately uh, commanding respect from yourself and other people. And this is one of the most self-loving things you can do to respect yourself by protecting yourself from people who do not respect you. Uh, it's so important to do the healing work, right? Develop that healthy independence, healthy sense of self, because when you do, you'll experience that freedom, peace, the joy, fulfillment, happiness, and health that is really available to anyone who is willing to face themselves, do the work, and have the courage to walk away from things that are no longer serving you to ultimately make room for that which, which does serve you. So if you are interested in working with me one-on-one -on -one in this capacity, feel free to reach out to me directly. My email is yitzyitz at magnoliahealingcenter.com. My telephone is 818-210-6049. Thank you all so much for joining me for today's podcast episode. Until next time, all the best.